Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Meredith Episodes. We are the ones that bring you the hot shit and you do what you're told, okay? You come here to learn, we're going to teach. So okay. school's in session. Oh. Motherfuckers. <laughs> so serious. No, we got a lot to get to tonight, though. We are slammed to the tits. Okay. Phone's about to die. I need charger ASAP. You had pulled the charger through Tra- that hole. Yeah, it's still the pinky stinky. Yeah, it was sticking up through that hole on the other side of the table, like, today, I thought. But We're going to put two in the pink. Yeah, there you go. My phone has got enough to last through this show. All right, so Probably. we're rolling. Hey, got a first thing we got to start with. Boom. Got to see how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. Boy Scouts just welcomed their first class of Girl Eagle Scouts into the Boy Scouts. Aren't those called Girl Scouts? That's what I was wondering. See, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with this. This this really blows my mind. As I looked into this, there's a whole thing. I remember being a Cub Scout when I was really little. I never really mm-hmm. got into the Boy Scouts. I remember Cub Scouts. And then it started getting all weird. Yeah, then it's like Boy Scouts, and then it's Eagle Scouts or whatever. I know Eagle Scouts are the real fucking deal, son. That's those like the people, grown up those, ones, those right? Those guys that are committed, and now girls can be Eagle Boy Scout. See, that's where I need help from the listeners. They're not Boy Scouts. They're, I guess, Girl Scouts. But because Girl Scouts do some of this, they don't just sell cookies. They do some of the outdoorsy wilderness stuff too. I think, right? Absolutely. But here's the thing: the Boy Scouts back in 2019 tried to drop the word boy mm-hmm. from their name to just be scouts. Okay. Because they were doing the all-inclusive tolerance. Sure. Kumbaya, which is fine, whatever. But guess who sued them? So they couldn't drop the Boy Scouts. The Girl, the Girl scouts, scouts, sons, <laughs> because it would make them look like they're less tolerant because they would still have the word girls and boys if they couldn't just own the right to be called scouts Because then the Girl Scouts look like they're the ones being gender biased. Could they just form, like, combine forces? No, because the the girls don't want to give up the dough from the cookies. It's all about the... They make so much more money than the Boy Scouts. First, why do the Boy Scouts sell horrible popcorn and the girls sell delicious cookies? They just thought of the better shit to sell before the boys did. I don't know. But, like, why can't... But I'm saying as an organization, why can't Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, like, combine forces as like the scout program of America or whatever and have, you know, if you want to sign up to sell cookies and do that, great. If you want to do the, you know, like in this new world, have all the different. You're absolutely right. In this world, that's (laughs) what should happen. Why it shouldn't happen? Because you'll have 11 year olds banging in their tents when they go out. You'll be getting it on at 11. Stop. Supervision. Would still be required. Sorry, I got a burp. That but is. Do you not ever go to a church lock in? No, my mom did. did not fucking go, let me go to churchy poo lock in with the guys and girls. 
Still playing with each other's uh-uh. genitals, smelling no, the No, my fingers. mom was like, oh, you want to go to a church lock-in? A likely story, Brooke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a bunch of them. That's where most of the shenanigans happen. Church lock-ins. Yeah, because I'm pretty down. sure... Uh, yeah. Actually, maybe I... Uh, I'm trying to think. I might have told my parents I was going to a church lock-in at one point and then just stayed out all night. Church lock-ins. But... Are a free pass to rascaliness. I don't think they do those anymore. Oh, I doubt it. But I'm just saying when they did, dude, all the rascals went. You found straight up dudes out of the crypts and the blood showing up. I'm not this bitch. I'll do the church thing so I can lay with her. And you just spread out freaking sleeping bags and you think they can put all the eyes on all the kids? No. All night. (laughs) Somebody's putting some fingers in another kid. Stop it. Stop. Things are going to happen, son. No. So I don't understand it. I don't know. But it's freaking weird. What is uh, what's going on with the boys and Girl Scouts? Don't know. Why'd you do that? Isn't there a lid for it? Oh, is it because the little cover for the lid is missing? Yeah. I don't want ice in it. Okay. Can, it doesn't matter. You got no towel up in here. I do. You do? Have one underneath me. Okay. All right, so, yeah, about the Boys and Girl Scouts, no one knows. Nobody chimed in. They don't want to be politically incorrect. I get it. I don't, yeah. Nobody wants to chime in on well, that. Well, my answer me. is obviously just correct. and It absolutely could be. And probably is. Listen, I want to also talk about this. Why does it's no logical. One, why doesn't anyone use these anymore? Where are the gentlemen? So, for me... A flask. Like, so... How do you clean that fucking thing is my... Do you ever really clean a flask? Is it possible? Your point is made. I think you just let them marinate. That's what I... I, Because when whoever gave you that, I think Paul gave you that. Or no, who gave you that? I think your dad. Mom maybe gave my you this da- one. maybe my parents gave you yeah, that. You, you have another one that Paul gave you, but like his was a Packers. The first time you used it, and then I was like, okay, and I looked at it, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this because I think it's like that kind of. Hang on, cheers. <sighs> mm. Ooh. Ha. I wasn't sure if like because you know like all those metal, all the like tumblers and stuff we have that are metal. We don't we hand wash them, but you can't. There's nothing you can fit in there, but like a pipe cleaner. So I was like, I think I might have just put it in the dishwasher, but I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. But that's the shit that I think about when I look at a flask. I'm like, that thing is probably yucky inside. Anderson Cooper says it's because they don't hold enough. He's a full blown alcoholic. Yeah, that too. That's very true. That's why real champions. What do you have in there? A little bit of the tasty. A little pink Whitney. Um. Hell no, that's for bitches, sons. Shut up. No, absolutely. You just saw my shot glass. It was pink, and I poured some of this in it. Oh. Um, I love the pink Whitney, son. What? Uh, Chip said to rinse it with a little bleach. But then, like, bleach would be in there. (laughs) In your stomach line. Yeah, I feel like that's not good for you. Um, Do you know what anniversary we're circling somewhere around here? Or did you know that, like, right around now, and I don't know the exact date because I'm not a good podcaster, but it's like our three-year 
I pod. Saw, I saw like, today like a cover thing. Yeah, it's our Married AF three-year anniversary. Sometimes he's right around now. I thought you were going to say the anniversary of your fingernail getting cut out because I saw that. Today I too. did see that, too. We were just talking about that the other day. Yeah, because I've got an ingrown stinker, but I did the surgery uh, myself. Okay, an ingrown is different than mine. Well, yours went to the depths of hell. Mine got infected. My nail bed got infected. Yes, and the end of your finger was this big. It was so funny. <laughs> it was. And it was gross it to was watch. So na- the best. I mean, it hurt like so <sighs> bad when she put that needle in there to numb it. But then all the pus came out. Oh, it was glorious. By the way, sons. Why? Shout out to Roca. Oh, yes. Barbara 20, sons. Quit fucking around. Listen, you want to be a champion of Silvertown? You, hey. It might be required that you have Rokas to get into the pool this summer. We don't know. The council hasn't decided we're going to talk about it. Rokas are where winners go. Be a winner. Get the Rokas. Buy a bunch of cheap shits, break them, or get one pair. It's damn near unbreakable, sons. They are possible. If your son steps on them, (laughs) turns on them, and squishes them, they will break. (laughs) He didn't mean to. (laughs) He's just... All right, so I got a whole new segment I want to start on first. And this is because I just now discovered the gloriousness that is Urban Dictionary. What? How have you not Googled something and come across that? I have, but I didn't realize like the search function and the the shit that you can find. I've seen it come up as a search result. I've had to look up like certain things in like rap songs because I'm like, I feel like that is naughty. And I love to look it up in the Urban Dictionary to find out what it is. So I'm going to ask you these and get your, you tell me what this is. What's a slow roast? Oh, Jesus. Uh... And you want me to use it in a sentence? Yes, please. That would be helpful. <laughs> Stallone likes to hand out the slow roasts. That's not helpful at all. Um, is it a smokestack natter day? <laughs> no. A slow roast is when someone hugs you and they hold on. Aww. For like too long, and some people get uncomfortable, but then the hugger that's holding on takes pleasure. That's called a oh, slow Oh, takes roast. pleasure in the fact that you're uncomfortable? Or just sexual <laughs> pleasure because they enjoy holding okay. you beyond your will. Does he slow roast you? No, he's just a big hugger. Oh, he's just a nice guy. Slow roast. I thought it was going to be something way more yucky than that. All right. What's a semen demon? Wow. Okay. A semen demon. Does anyone know what a semen demon is? If you do, chime in. <laughs> you went in. from nice, calm, slow roast straight to semen demon. Yeah. I, is this like a scale of like slow roast to semen demon? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard, used or heard the word semen. I mean, it's... Um, is it a used condom <laughs> that's found <laughs> on the floor? I don't know. What did I say? Semen, semen demon. demon. No, a semen demon is a slut with an insatiable veracity mm. for warm goo. Mm. That's a semen demon. Okay. I like how this is a slut. Boom. Just a fucking slut. <laughs> you got to be a yeah. slut. <laughs> wow. All right. I've also heard them referred to as cum dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, this one, that is they seek harsh. it out. A semen yeah. demon is out searching for the warm goo. Just the warm goo, not anything else. That's yucky. 
Do you know what a Dick Cheney is? <laughs> Getting shot in the face. <laughs> no, but if you had to just guess. Taking a shot to the face. That's not a Dick Cheney? No, and if you, I'll say it like this. I'll, I'll use it in a sentence, even though I just read this. So-and-so okay. is a total Dick Cheney. Baby. I need the name work? for so-and-so. No, because I, I, that has no context. So you would just go a shot in the face. Yes, shot in the face. A Dick Cheney is an oily, whore-faced, <laughs> bean-stealing enemy of the people. Wow. Okay. The, the oily whore face. Oily whore face. I, this is Webster's. This is not. No, it's be- way better. It's not PC at all. All right. So I'm going to let, I want the crowd to chirp in before chirp you. In. <laughs> Chime in. If you in. Google, you're fired. If you look this up, they're going off the honor code, sons. What is duck butter? <laughs> duck butter. First thing in your head, go mm-hmm. and give you a minute or so before Brooke chimes in with the winning answer. <laughs> I don't fucking know what that is. Duck butter, sons. Duck butter. Danny mm. O'Shea loves duck butter. Okay. He told me. Uh, mm, I feel like it's going to be real nasty. Duck butter. Nobody knows. Nobody wants to chime in. Nobody it's got also the... like a 30-second delay, baby. So... So we're just killing time. <laughs> right now, they're just hearing it. Yes. Right, well, we're going to go ahead and, um, and pull ahead. You go ahead and tell them, what do you think duck butter is? <laughs> For some reason, I feel like it's something real nasty, like the um, like the schmegma. <laughs> like, That's disgusting. Like goo that gets all in the folds. It's close. You're on, in the right ballpark. Okay. But uh, no, duck butter is a combo of sweat from the ball sack hey. and anus. Hey, I was Meats not far in the off. middle <laughs> called duck butter. I was not far off at all. No, that is horrible, though. All right, here's the best one, sons. <laughs> and we've got some of these here in Silvertown, in the greatest town in America. Okay. Everybody does. What's a swamp donkey? Okay, uh, that sounds very similar to like a lot lizard. So I'm gonna guess it's like a a slut that hangs out at the pool looking for trim. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> On the gooch. Jeff Lottie coming in with the heat. The <laughs> delay is powerful. Yes. All right. So here's the deal. A swamp donkey is not does isn't just a slut. Okay. Was I close? Yeah, a piece of it, but it's a less than hygienic person <laughs> with very low morals. What That's does that a swamp to, donkey. What does that have to do with this? I mean, I guess because they smell like a swamp and they smell like a donkey too. I don't know. Swamp donkey. Okay. Swamp donkey. That's a new one. <laughs> swamp so, donkey is native to Dahlonega, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, I was going to say like, Butler Rose, Louisiana sounds like where the swamp donkeys live. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to drop in the occasional mm-hmm. listener question as we go so we get to some of these. All right, Brooke and Randall, what is your one favorite vocal ever recorded? Oh, my. What? That's what it says. Thriller. Thriller for you? That's a good one. Not for me, though, sons. <laughs> Uncle Randy's way more cultured than that. 
Although that's a great one. So I didn't even think of that. So maybe it's better. But not to me. I think the best vocal I've ever heard, sons, if it, if it doesn't bring you to tears, something's wrong with you, son. doesn't bring me to tears, but I'm dead inside, sons, but it's close. Mm-hmm. Chris Cornell, mm, nothing compares. Yes. The acoustic version yeah. that he did is the best vocal ever laid down. Absolutely. Prove me wrong, son. Somebody prove me wrong. No, that is, because that song, number one, is fucking fantastic. Uh, I Was like there it, a better voice than Chris Cornell? But Chris Cornell singing it? Incredible. I mean, there, that's too hard of a question. You can't really narrow it. Absolutely I mean, like, because there's also like Purple Rain is also up there for me. Like, yeah. I mean, it's that's too hard. You can't. It's it's too hard to Probably narrow it down to one. My favorite song that hear Prince perform other than Purple Rain is Cream. Yeah, that's good. Cream is a uh, championship. God, that sucks. He's dead. I mean, I he's up. He's he's incredible. Underrated. Guitarist. He is and not underrated. <laughs> he is underrated. As a guitarist, people sleep on Prince. One of the best ever. He's just a fucking fucked everybody, sons. Didn't everybody. care what what color you were, what gender you were, what you believed. He could play in. everything though. He could he play the drums. Everybody. He could sing, he could drum, play the drums, play the piano, play the guitar. He was just a fucking talented. Yeah. Five foot one with a ten inch cock. Easy. I bet he had a humongous dong. Such a little bitty guy. He's so pretty. His face is all pretty. <sighs> no, he was a very, very yeah. pretty man. Cheekbones for days. Oh, <sighs> here, Stephanie, here. Is she talking about, are you talking about Chris Cornell? I believe you are. Um, Nothing compares. Dude, if you don't feel the pain, his voice well, is just the shit. It's He's haunting shit. now, knowing that he killed himself. Like... Listening to that, something like that song with all that emotion and then knowing that he killed himself. Is Jeff right about that? I think he is. He, yeah, Prince wrote Nothing Compares to You. And so then Sinead O'Connor Sinead was just a middle holder. Yeah, he holder. wrote it. Um, Powerful and, point. Powerful mm-hmm. point. Just like how Sia wrote Shine Bright Like a Diamond. And then Rihanna made it famous. Speaking of Rihanna... And then old boy from Douglas, Georgia last night slayed it on uh, American Idol last night. That's right. We watched American Idol. Rihanna's don't worry about my, it. Uh, she's overrated, sons. I don't get it. It's just me, though, sons. All right. So here's something that we need to talk about. People are wanting to know. We've had multiple people reach out. And I'm not going to name names from inside and outside of Silvertown which is our community, everybody knows that. But with summer pool coming up soon, everybody's getting prepared for the pool. It's going to be crazy shit. Oh, Silvertown wait. champions. Cannot wait. But we've had people asking because they want to get in this Hall of Fame. This Hall of Fame is special, sons. It's not, it's not even what you, you don't even know. You can't even imagine the exclusivity of that Hall of Fame. So we've had people reaching out, hey, if we show our cans at the pool, can we get in the Hall of Fame? A bunch of women want to know, if I pull my cans out, will I get into the Hall of Fame? I'm going to let you answer. I, I mean, you can't strive to get in the Hall of Fame. Um, if, if something happens and your, like, your cans happen to come out, I can't imagine that that would get you in the Hall. It would have to be the whole situation, the whole... Like it's it's a whole I don't know it's 
It's not something that you can try to do. If you're trying, you're not getting it. It's been done too many times. And too. tits aren't, I mean, like, everybody ha- either has tits or has a wife with tits that's, like, in Silvertown. <laughs> yeah, but if you show your so, tits, like, to me, that's definitely, it's just not a whole effect. It's Everyone trying too hard. Tits. It's trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah. Now, I agree Did with you. Did you see what Robert put on here? Nothing my love can't fix was a Grammy miss. Absolutely. But he got <laughs> robbed. Everyone knows Joy Lawrence, one of the best musical talents of our life. Yeah, um, and Stallone's right. Never try, or you never will. Like I don't, I don't want people asking how they can get in the Hall of Fame. It's running you know rampant, though. You're, We're getting lots of. But when you're asking how you can get in, that means you're never going to get in. It's the same way as how, when you ask, "How do I know if I'm high?" Bingo. But here, your answer was spot on. I'm going to elaborate a little bit. Mm-hmm. If your cans pop out, like because your your kid shits in the pool or something, and you dive in <laughs> to catch them, or they're they're beating up another kid, and you dive in, and your tits and cans yeah. come out. Might be Hall of Fame if it's. It can be an accent, depending on the situation, like what what was going on sure. to cause it. You know, like if you just stand up and bust your tits out, you're probably going to get fucking kicked out of the pool for one because all of our kids are going to be there. Well, you're going to so. get your feelings hurt because you're going to go through all the trouble of showing your cans, and then you don't get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Can you imagine that letdown? Yeah. Can't just pull the cans out. Can't no. pull the wiener out either, son. No, you don't. You're going to end up getting the cops called on. That you'll pull your wiener out. You'll get beat up, arrested. You yes, cannot I'm pull call, your... I'm calling the fucking cops if you pull your wiener out around my kid at the pool. That's no it. No guy's got the balls to pull out his little <laughs> bitty wiener at the pool. Um, but, yeah, just, just stop. Just... I don't know. No, but proper attire. I'm going to lay it down on the guys. You lay it down for the girls. <laughs> What's well, the proper attire? For men champions, this is it. Champion bathing suit bottom, sons. Two inches above the knee, minimum. If you're busting cargo shorts past your knees, sons, we're going to bust all over you, sons. It's gonna, <laughs> you're going to want to go home. You might be kicked out of the pool if it's up to <laughs> Silvertown. No long, long shorts. Who does that anymore, sons? No one. Shorter the better, sons. <clears throat> yeah, show it off. Rokas. Rokas. Mm-hmm. Or at least a power move sunglass, son. Needs to be oversized. Very big, sons. Raccoon eyes, sunburn is in. You want that. That's a status symbol. That means, hey, I tan a lot. I spend time at the pool. <laughs> For you, though, like when you wear big sunglasses, you have a hat on and your beard, like I your get, face is I protected. I get red right here. It's like, yeah, there's a very small portion of your Triangle. cheeks that are in danger of being sunburned. Um, so women, what you should, I'm not going to tell fucking women what they should wear at the pool. I, what I would say is wear what you're comfortable in. That's a great thing. And you feel the best in. Yes. That's a great call for women. Very safe. Because. Very politically correct and solid answer. Yeah. Dudes, I'm just saying, no long shorts. What the fuck are you doing, sons? And if you plan on going down the slide, don't wear a fucking string bikini, for fuck's sake. Oh, cans come out all the time on the slide. If you're like, peep, if somebody wanted to see cans all day, they'd park in front of that slide and yeah. never take their eyes off of it. Which, that's going to be our stomping ground, is right at the end of the slide. We already, we already called it. <laughs> Silvertown's going to claim the tables right there at the end of the slide. Over to like right next to the splash pad. <laughs> that whole set, that quarter. That whole corner is going to be squad. And listen, sons, I don't. I, I know some of you are like this. This community can't be as cool as it sounds. Let me tell you, I've been to a bunch of community pools. 
None of them fuck like Silvertown's <laughs> pool, son. Listen, we got, we're drinking all day. We're power drinking, son. The kids are taken care of. We bring community coolers for the kids. Hey, they're going to take care of each other. They can pull from everybody's cooler. No big deal. We got reefer blazing over here on the left side somewhere. Somebody's got the dankity doodah. <laughs> Found out. We got a couple people like the nose candy, like to play with the booger sugar, son. That's in the bathroom. That's why you see people running back and forth. You think they're going to piss? No, sir. They're taking little bumps off their little, oh my God. little key bumps, sons. We do that here in Silvertown. Stop it. On the weekend, sons. No. That's what Stallone says. I don't know. <laughs> Is it what yeah. Stallone Kilmer says? Kilmer says it's okay. all over the place. Okay. Um, <coughs> anyways. The pool is a championship place. That's the next thing we're looking forward to, if you can't tell, is for the pool opening. Because since we're obviously not going to get any fucking good snow days here this year, fucking sucks. No, but there are going to be... moving on to summer. I'm going to predict way more Hall of Fame attempts gone bad that are just hilarious. It's just going to be sad if people are trying. Because y'all don't understand. Terminator could have been in the Hall of Fame before it even existed, sons, from last (laughs) summer. The man drowned himself to win a breath hold contest. Like a winner. I thought about that when we were talking. When we were talking about it, when they were over here the other night, I was like, God, that could have been Hall of Fame. And what did he say? He said, I'll die first. <laughs> he held his breath till he passed out, sons. He swallowed his dip. <laughs> Got pulled out of the water. We watched the whole thing. Watched him drown. Was uh-huh. concerned, but didn't jump in. His, his buddy pulls him. him up. Pulls him up out of the water. He's yeah. dead like a The lifeguard fish. didn't carry <laughs> Lifeguards give no fucks, sons. Here in Silvertown, we, empo- yeah, we employ 10-year-olds. To be the lifeguards. They're like 16, I think is the minimum. They have to be able to drive themselves there. Two times Terminator's been willing to die for the cause, sons. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Boom. Yep. When Um, you start having competitions with your buddies about who can hold their breath the longest. No, when you've been been drinking. drinking, Yeah. Never good. That's not good. Terminator, sons. I'm going to do a quick little. That's a hold my beer scenario for the Terminator. Here, let me pour you a little something out of the flasky poo here. (laughs) How much does that thing hold? I feel like it's a bottomless flask. All right, here's to the Terminator. The man's a legend, a living legend, sons. Yes. Can't be killed. All right, so here. I'm going to name off. I wanted to talk about this tonight. This is important. Marital advice, I've been pulling it. I want to get back to our roots, sons. What we do here, what we've always done is we save marriages. It's what we do in our real life. It's what we do when it's fun. It's why we're here, sons. Mm -hmm. It's our our mission in life. If you love to be a Hall of Famer in anything, you don't deserve to be one. I was just about to put put that on there, yes. Go ahead and put it. That's that's, that's the truth. Absolutely All right, so correct, I'm going to tell Robert. you this published piece of marital advice, and you tell me what decade it's from. Starts back to 1900 and could go to 2000. What is it? Sorry. I... This is a published piece of marital advice from that decade. Oh, you tell I, me what decade I it's guess from. the decade. In the decade in, like, what century? Like It's all to 1900 to 2000. Okay. And then we're going to talk about whether this... Could still be used. Is this good advice, bad advice? All right. Not going to go in any order, sons, because that wouldn't be cool. Well, that would you, be off you brand don't, you for don't you. Don't look. Well, you have right. seventy-five point font on there. Like what? Okay. All right. You got to not be show awkward me. and weak. These are for the women. 
Oh, my God. Are you confident? Of course it is. Overhaul that and turn into a puddle of shame. Guys get an ego boost from your awkwardness, wrote Stacy Rubis in her manual, How to Be Popular with Boys. It makes them feel more in control, more manly. And at the same time, they get more protective towards shy, trembling you. And wow. don't forget, be wary of an over, overtly aggressive gesture that might threaten his sense of masculinity, of him being the one in control. What decade do you think that's from, and is that good advice? Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to say that's from 1950s. Right, that's from 1980. Ew. Actually, okay. 1984. Okay. There is some truth in that. We've talked about, don't demasculinize your husband. That's, no, no. But the rest of it's weird. Don't demasculinize, yeah, but like, don't go out of your way to fucking seem like a damsel in distress, like, dumbass. No. I don't know what, what is attractive about that. No, nobody wants If to. you're, like, truly just an awkward person, like, there's plenty of things about me that are just awkward. Sure. But don't, like try to do that like i don't know all right so that one we're gonna give it a maybe i think it's a hey be cool i'm gonna say mostly no but just like be yourself don't try to be awkward and helpless all right how about this one from the wedding day Mm -hmm. the young lady should shape her life Mm. to the probable and desired contingency (laughs) of conception and maternity Otherwise, she has no right or title to wifehood. Is that like 1900 to 1910? It is 1900. You nailed it. (laughs) For that, I'm going to take a drink. Well done. Just the verbiage alone sounded, I mean, yikes. So the synopsis of it in the 1900s was wife equals baby factory. It reminds me of fucking like Game of Thrones shit that like, your yeah. red flower is blooming. It is time to make children. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't find a way to align with that one. I could. I could kind of line up with the other one a little bit, but that one's kind of ridiculous. No, that's straight up saying, "Bitch, <laughs> you're here to make babies and sex with men." All right. Uh, George W. Crane developed a set of marital rating charts, mm. complete with a point system that allowed you to grade your wife. <laughs> With a neat numerical score. <laughs> Women would lose points for not liking children, wearing red nail polish, going to bed with curlers in her hair, or wearing face cream. And she did not, did not want to go to sleep after her husband. That could lose five points. She wanted to stay up and watch TV after her husband, so fuck no, her. No, you better be asleep before your husband. Bitch, go to sleep. That is the 50s. The 30s. Fuck. I'm really hating on the 50s. <laughs> yeah, everything's been the 50s. Well, except for the one that I got in the turn of the century. Yeah. All right. So what was it? This is asinine. That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I hope that chart was set on fire. No, if you listen, can't go to bed with hair curlers, though. What? It's dangerous. Somebody roll around on one of those. They get stuck in their side. Okay, baby, you're thinking of, I don't know what you're thinking of. They're like foam little Velcro things that you put on your hair to make your hair stay curled. They're not plugged into anything. Your job is to be sexually (laughs) stimulating for me. Your job is to... Be in the bed and 
submit. Yes, submit and be. You need to be dressed to the nines when you go to bed. So I <laughs> am full hair and makeup. Yes, so that I am then, aroused by you because that's <laughs> oh, the job. Oh my god! Duh. All right. One of the most prominent marriage counselors of her day had some singular advice for ambitious women in an article for Reader's Digest. To be a successful wife is a career in itself, requiring, among other things, the qualities of a diplomat, businesswoman, good cook, trained nurse, a school teacher, a politician, and a glamour girl. Being a wife is your career. Wait. What? Was this trying to convince women that... To not work you and can't jo- have a job because you got multiple jobs in the home. Oh. Your job is to be a nurse, a politician, ah. a diplomat, a sexual partner, and pleasure, a cook. Mm, so many thoughts and feelings. So, what year do you think that is? <sighs> what decade? Nineteen. Is it's going to be the fifties? And I'm not going to say I the fucking fifties. Fifties. I didn't want to say it because I would say everything else. That is fifties. Listen, I don't want to sound like a doucher. What? But there's some of that, like, there's nothing wrong with either gender uh, trying to live up to those standards. I do that and Whether you work or not. That's what I'm saying. Both do. I'm a phenomenal cook. We both do. I'm a PhD, son. If you need me to diagnose your illness or fix your broken bones. He's not really a doctor. Perform surgery on my own fingers. No big deal. Pull my teeth with pliers when I was a kid. No problem. So 1950s, (laughs) no working for women. A bunch of bullshit. Being wife and baby factory is your job. That's your job. Got it. All right, here's the best one, sons. Uncle Randy. You're slacking on making me the baby factory, babe. (sighs) Listen to this one. (laughs) When Sue, a housewife, showed up in Mm -hmm. Dr. Paul Pompano's office with Mm. a black eye given to her by her husband, Jack, the celebrity marriage counselor explained to her that while her husband was wrong to hit her, the fault was really hers Mm. for not understanding what he needed. In his Can This Marriage Be Saved column for Ladies Home Journal, he wrote that when Sue refused to have sex after being beaten, she touched off another almost inevitable explosion. I hate this person so much. Sounds like we're getting real here. Is that legit? Is that fair? Mm. Should she take some of the blame? Of course not! I'm just asking, what what do the people think, sons? No, of course not. And this is fucking asinine. That is also the 50s. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hate the 50s, obviously. I'm going to say the 60s. It is the 60s. What's incredible to me is this line. While her husband was wrong to hit her, the fault was really hers (laughs) for not understanding what he needed. That that just made, like, my blood pressure and... Rage immediately, like it was her fault because she didn't whatever she did, and then she didn't want to fuck him after, after he beat being her. Beaten. Yeah, bitch, act right. Oh my god, that is insane. And that was a doctor that said that. Oh yeah. Oh dear Jesus. All right, so thank God for actual like. Logical how doctors f- now, far, like Rachel Miller. How far have times come? Since? That doctor wouldn't even recognize today's society, son. Oh my God! I hope he's dead. Right. I hope he got beat to death by his wife. A modern woman <laughs> who is of the contentious type is often amendable to love and reason. 
If she will only listen quietly, a process that is painful to her, you may firmly, rationally, and kindly convince her she is not always in the right. A woman who will not listen to such a manifesto must be dismissed from your life. A manifesto? I always think of like a serial killer, like the Unabomber, when I think of manifesto. What manifesto are you trying to fucking spout off to your woman? You're just saying, if, if the woman doesn't listen and realize shit's her fault, you divorce her. That's what he's trying to say. Oh, this has got to be like 1910. It is 1910. <laughs> you're, starting to do, you're starting to do the math. By the way, uh, Dr. Muddington, a.k.a. Patrick Motherway, trying to find out where Silvertown champions, he would blend right in. He would be on the council. Patrick Motherway cut his own finger off, laughed about it, sons. Puts yeah. his nub in people's anuses he's for fun. He's immediately, yeah, he would... He's championship material. Yes. We want him here. I need him here. Look, Muddy, we'll DM you our address if you want to fucking come hang out at the pool and drive down the 12 hours from Chicago or whatever <laughs> to come hang out. All right, so this one right here. Well, yes. I think we'll all agree this still holds up. And uh-huh. if you disagree, something's wrong this with This is going to be terrible. Just be this honest, though. Don't be politically correct, sons. Let's be real with each other. That's why we can't get nowhere. This is going to be bad. Real. This is going to be really bad. I'm going to hate all of it. Be a good listener. Let your husband tell you all his troubles. Oh, God. And yours will seem trivial in mm. comparison. Mm-hmm. Don't bother him with petty troubles and complaints <laughs> when he comes home from work. Let him relax before dinner. <laughs> Discuss family problems after the inner man has been satisfied. Oh, Preach. What the fuck, sons? Did Uncle Randy write that? Because that's how it runs in the Fowler house, sons. You better believe it, sons. I'm going to get kicked right in the balls <laughs> right after this. Sentence. Yeah, because for one, coming home f- where from work? That D- D- Callahan's hitting golf balls? Shit's emotional for me. <laughs> I'm terrible at golf. And two, shut up. <laughs> um, that's also the 50s. I'm just kidding. Um, it has to be. It sounds like fucking arbitrary and fucking... So terrible. I'm going to say the 40s. It is the 40s. You're, you're now dialed in. But let me just tell you. Circling the 50s. Now, what, though? Come on. There's a little nugget of that. Listen, if you put yourself back in that time where the man was the primary breadwinner. Sure. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but you can And the wife was at home of, doing Of these, that's the most logical... Compared to, like, it's your fault you get beat and you don't want to fight, that's ridiculous. But this kind of makes sense. Like, at least let him breathe if he works all day and you're staying at home, which to me is still a harder job. I've always said that. Way harder than work. Like, I get it. Don't just immediately unload on somebody when they walk in the you door. You should never do that, male or don't, female. That's what I'm saying. But you don't position it as your problems don't matter. Yes, His problems are more important than yours. Your your day doesn't matter. His is the all important. Yes. That's not. Now you're on it. <laughs> now you're buying in. I knew you'd see. No, it it's way. just a matter of basic respect of like let the person come in and like decompress sure. maybe before you unload a bunch of shit on them. I agree. And they should have the same respect for you. It's okay. about equal respect, not. I've never been one. I don't love that, and I still try to practice that and you might not okay. even notice it we both did, but let me finish my point right. like when you you know you're s- such a good wife like when you take and drive griffin back home yes 
I try to make sure house is as clean as possible, yeah. dinner's ready. You know why that is? So you don't come in and have to jump into a raging mm-hmm. fire. That's kind of this. <laughs> yes. And that's just a respect thing. So. Yeah. Well, but what I was going to say is nowadays, it's not like you have to wait till your husband gets home or wife gets home to tell them anything. Oh, no, we also not. have cell phones that we're texting each other all day if we're not together whatever's going on. What she's trying to say is quit blabbing your problems by text message, too. Keep them inside. Bury your problems (laughs) deep and don't communicate with your partner. No, I'm saying that I don't think that even is as much of a problem now of, like, waiting till your significant other gets home to, like, unload everything from the day. I feel like partners now are communicating all day anyways, even when you're not together. Now, listen, that is... I, that's just not a problem it's for not. us. And I get there's some people that's a real problem. Like, and I'm sure they discuss it and they're open about it, but they're like, you know what? If you just give me a minute, give yeah. me a minute before you tell me what caught on fire today <laughs> or, or what animal who got died in trouble at school. or this, just yeah. give me a minute. Yeah. Which I think is just fair. Human decency, sons. All right, here we go. This one. This Honcho was, said 10-minute rule before the macing begins. <laughs> well, that's very nice of Mrs. Honcho to give him 10 minutes. It is. A little buffer. Yeah. The thing is, whether it's a good or bad day, <laughs> still getting the mace, Honcho. <laughs> he doesn't care, though. It doesn't bother him. He takes it on the chin like a champion. All right. <laughs> Dear Abby pinned her Ten Commandments for Wives, which included this gem. Permit no one to tell thee that thou art having a hard time of it. Neither thy mother, thy sister, nor thy neighbor, for the judge will not hold her guiltless, who letteth another disparage her husband. What? And it's not just others who weren't allowed to discuss your husband's faults. It was you, too. As another item on the list was thou shalt not nag. (laughs) But perhaps the finest example of of just how far women had come was the number one commandment. Defile not thy body, neither with excessive foods, tobacco, nor alcohol, that thy days may lie long in the house which thy husband provided for thee. Mm-hmm. Preach. What a champion. <laughs> I mean, how is that not before 1900s? <laughs> well, basically what this champion was saying was, don't let anybody talk shit about your husband. No one. Not your sister, not your mother, not your friend. You beat their ass as soon as they do it. Uncle Randy agrees, son. Okay. That should go yes. both ways. Yes. You, you got your, sh- that's ride or die, sons. Boom. That part holds up. It does, but I don't like the tone. No, but, all right. Well, <laughs> let me finish. Thou shalt not nag. Hey, it's up to you guys. Okay. I don't think that's decide. a good move. I agree that's not a good move. There's other ways. You don't nag because then I feel like it just builds up resentment. We've talked about this on both sides. Don't What fucking... about defiling thy body? Uh, it's with go excessive fuck food, I'll tobacco. Do it. <laughs> Or alcohol. I'll do what the fuck I want with my body. Thy days may lie long in thy house, which thy husband provided that, for thee. Nope. Yes. Scratch all that. That's how winners get done. No. I'm supposed to make <laughs> sure that my body is just like naked in the bed waiting for you, is what that sounds like. <clears throat> which, sure. No, but it also says... Don't be shoving food down your pie hole all day, honey. Don't be getting plump around the edges. You better stay firm and hard for the hubby that provides the home for thee. And don't be drinking because that's for the men's to be doing. So that has to, I mean, just the, that that sounds like it's from fucking biblical times. 1970. For fuck's sake. 1970. (laughs) 
Stallone, we need to go back to the old days. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, All right. Because of his hormones, he only has three emotions. Oh, my. Crabby, hungry, and horny. Mm. So agree with everything and explain nothing. Then do what is best for you. If someone else doesn't like your confidence, that's their problem. Why? You always come before they do. That's why. Wait, wait, wait. Is this somebody talking to a man? No, talking to a woman. Okay. So this is, this is obviously so this is 2000 because you see the shift. Yeah. Now it's like women's movement, empowerment. So that's like 2010. You. It's 2000. 2000? See, okay. That's what happened, sons. Mm-hmm. We put too much on them. Now they battle back. Well, no the pen- respect. That's the pendulum swing. It's like it was so far this way. But jumps to That now they got to swing so far the other way to say like the man doesn't matter, which yeah, isn't do the whatever. truth. Say you'll do one thing, do the opposite. No. That's what they're saying. That's what the 2000s brought in. It's true. That's actually true. I mean, you know, I I don't, but I completely disagree with everything prior. But you kind of understand. It was like, Uh, if you look back at the the oppressive nature of, you kind of get why we're so fucked now the other way. Yeah, I get it. Now we got Eagle Boy Girl Scouts. (laughs) Don't know what name. They're suing each other. No one wants to be... Just make it the fucking scouts the and least, move on. Sell cookies tolerant. and popcorn and do outdoor shit. Fuck. All right, so here's this. Okay. One. Everybody just respect each other. Nobody's better than anybody else. Number one rule is always act like a lady, which means don't swear. Never have sex on the first date either. And only <laughs> accept weekend dates if he asks. No later than Wednesday. <laughs> If you accept out of eagerness, he will feel you are easy, and he will move on to someone who makes him work a little harder. And if we've learned anything from 120 years of marital advice is that history does not look kindly on a woman who does what she wants. Babe, why haven't you run for the hills? (laughs) I'm so... Guilty of all those things. Well, this one is a throwback because uh, this is 2010. What? Yeah. What? So, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Patty Stanger published her Ten Commandments for Women Looking for Love in 2014. Okay. okay. And, and her number one rule was to always act like a lady. And did she get laughed at? I mean, I get it. Like, I get to some degree the, like, hold out, don't sleep with them on the first date. Like, whatever. But... The other shit's ridiculous. I think that's craziness. After you're like, once you're like in your 30s and shit, nobody cares about that. True. And I mean, do what the fuck you want. If, if you want to, I mean, I don't know. That's just it, trying to be too calculated about it or something. I don't know. Just be natural. All right. Got another listener question here. Brooke. Mm-hmm. Who's uglier, Jay-Z or Steve Buscemi? This is the kind of shit we get. This kind of rascally, hard-hitting question. Who is uglier, Jay-Z or Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi. I think Jay-Z. Steve Buscemi is toe up, but so is Jay. If you ever looked... Yeah, but okay... I don't want to like break down why somebody's ugly. Steve Buscemi's a brilliant fucking actor, and both, I, he's amazing. And Jay Z is like, craft. yeah, Jay Z is at the top of his fucking game. He's be, married to Beyonce. Like, God, like, he's come. ugly though, man. He's but look at Steve Buscemi's teeth compared and eyes. to. Okay, Jay Z and Steve Buscemi both have got bug eyes. They do for days. So that's 
equal. Fair. It's the teeth that do it for me for Steve, like Steve Buscemi over Jay Z. Like Jay Z just has like big teeth, but they are like they seem fine. Like as far as and I, I, that's coming from a person with real crooked ass teeth. Man, this, so this you know. is a tough. It's actually I'm making fun of it. It's a good question. They're both pretty beat up. Yeah. But Steve there's just Buscemi, something about Steve Buscemi's mouth that is. Less attractive to me than Jay-Z's. And he has never not worked since he became an actor. He's fucking amazing. He's awesome. Um, and, you know, I've been casually watching Boardwalk Empire, <laughs> and he fucks a lot. In that movie? In that, in that show? Because he's, like, a big deal. Like, he's a rich... <sighs> powerful man. Powerful guy. Like, so he has, like, young, hot girlfriend. Yeah, so I'm like, ooh, all right, I guess. All right. Go ahead. What's my other... That was a very serious question. Okay. We got two more listener questions and we'll be done. How long are we? Where are we at? 47 minutes, baby. Okay, we got plenty of time. All right. So, hey, guys. I was hoping you could help me with this problem. Uh, My husband says that I do not initiate sex enough and that it causes 99% of our arguments. Hmm? Does it really matter who initiates Mm -hmm. as long as it gets done? Yeah. It matters. I think, I mean, I think it matters to the degree of, like, if one person constantly... F- what are you cheers into? I don't even know. <laughs> Do you know where we are, baby? Um, <sighs> I think if, if one person is the only one always initiating sex every single time, it would start to get into their head that the other person isn't really interested. They're just trying to... Get it over with or whatever, you know, like I feel like it's got to be a like for us, it's more natural. Like we don't like to keep a tally. At least I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I feel like we both. No, we're it, both not. We're both against tallies of all kinds. Right. About that Any kind of scorecard in your is marriage bad. is, is going to lead to disaster. But like. So I feel like it, it, if you just try to. Naturally. Initiate it. When you know, like, if you want to do it, initiate it. Make it happen on sure. both sides. Like, don't sit there and wait for the other person to initiate it. You know, but like, <laughs> I don't know. That's see Stallone. That's a... here. I'm going to disagree with Stallone, <laughs> my buddy here. Well, and guys, I, agree I think with my wife. I'm yeah. going to agree with you. I think it's very important that it be split. If you want to feel like the other one wants you, yes. that needs to be shown. That's an important part of a lasting marriage because if somebody starts feeling like, they're not wanted, mm-hmm. you know, that it is an obvious, clearly to the husband, it's a problem. If he says it's, not, I mean, 99 is outrageous. So, like, I feel like it, it f- more often would hurt, it would take a lot longer for a man to notice that. Agreed. You, so if, you start, <laughs> if you never initiate it with your wife, she'll get hurt. Quicker. Way quicker. But when a dude, it'll be, it clearly be, it's a problem. It's got to be decades yeah. of a woman never showing any interest. Like, that hurts my heart. If that's a guy asking that, like, because that means that's been a long fucking time that you're like, hang on. <laughs> no, I, we're in 100% agreement. So, I mean, you know, quit being fucking selfish and... If you love your husband, fucking initiate it. If you want it, initiate it. Like, don't wait for him. Because he wants it all the time, I promise. I promise you he wants it all the time. So if you initiate it, it makes it even hotter. Sorry, two cents. 
So what did you guys think about Ted Cruz going to Cancun during the Texas <laughs> snow apocalypse? Oh, it's fucking terrible. And poor Shanna, like her pool f- shit. Like she posted a picture the other day of her, like the pool filter, like the pipe had bust and there was water now like spraying out of it because her pool froze. But so what do you think about Ted Cruz? I think Ted Cruz is a sex shit. <laughs> and I mean, he was... He's privileged, and then he's throwing his kids under the bus. The fucking SNL skit. <laughs> yeah, here's AD the Bryant playing Ted Cruz is hysterical. I believe both. I think who gives a shit, and he's a piece of shit. I see both sides of the argument. Yeah. So one, he can't fix it. It's not like if he sits there, he can make it better. As a politician, it's a stupid decision. Terrible move. Though. So dumb. You know, you got the money for a generator and shit. You're fine. Yeah. But now. His uh, his wife, Queen Whitey, sending out the text messages to the other mommies in the neighborhood that got leaked. Savage. She was like, hey, let's all pack our shit and go to Cancun while these other peasants freeze. We can go. There's hotels with rooms. Let's yeah. go. I mean, and that's the thing. They're obviously piece of shit rich people. And sure, but you're also a very public figure. That is going to get fucking... I think he deserves what he's getting in the media. Like well, he came right back. So, obviously, he saw... Yeah. He, he was a terrible Little move. Shit. And then now, <laughs> next day, flies back from Cancun, yeah. handing out water. Come on, bro. Yeah, no. It's too, oh, you're cool now. Too little, too late. But, uh, I mean... Terrible political Exactly. Move. If you're in politics, you're a fucking idiot for doing that. Like... You're a politician. You got a fucking... Exactly. You have money for a... Gen- I know you got a fucking generator at your mansion. Oh, yeah. And if you don't, you could easily he get does. one. He does. You do. They have them built into their homes by then. They're yeah. that rich. It, they're so, built in. They're fine. The, there was... Now, Texas is on its own power grid. Like, that's how Texas really could, like, succeed from the union. They're <laughs> yeah. on their own. They're not on the, the national power grid. They're their own shit. Like state of Texas, if, if a state really wanted to bounce, no, that's they the could one. fucking bounce. So there's, there, I saw a headline today. There was an 11 year old boy that froze to death. Oh, there's a lot, a lot of people it, died. There was 58 people that died in Texas alone from, I mean, like hypothermia, drowning, some of them, but like for the most part, freezing to death in their own homes. If you drown during a snowstorm, those sons. I think it was when it started to melt, maybe. Still, bad but, decisions all the way around. Um, you kind of deserved it. Either way, the 11, the, I just saw the article that there was the family of the 11 year old boy that, that died of hypothermia is suing the power company because they, the, they didn't weather pro, or winterize the their wind, power the grid. Wind, the solar, or the, no, the wind. The yeah, power the wind grid. Tunnels. They didn't winterize it. Um, and that's what caused everything to go out for so long. But they, I mean, they were even. Like, they were telling people, like Shannon was telling me, they were, because <laughs> of course, like, everybody's power was out pretty much. Her power was going on and off. It would be like 10 minutes on, 30 minutes off, hours off, whatever. But, like, then they were telling people to stop using water. And well, they had to st- boil. Stop using gas. But it's like, okay, so what the fuck do we do? Like, <laughs> no, and in that instance, Starting to make me not blame Ted Cruz so much for bouncing because he had the means. I look back at it. If we lived in Texas and we had the means to bounce to like Susan's in Atlanta, yeah, I bet we bounced. Yeah, but we're not politicians. That's the that's the, that's why I say I'm fifty. I kind of get it, kind of don't. 
bad political move. No matter what, you look like an he ass has bag. Ge- if he's got generators at his house, he needs to fucking stay. And batten down the hatches like everybody else. And yeah, I think it hurt him, though. Yeah. Big move. Texas, though, uh, powerful shenanigans with that... Uh, Power grid, though, son. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it was, it was awful. Uh, it's hey, it's how's definitely the, how's not that, made for that. How's that wind energy going, though, Texas? They're like, oh, we can we can keep everybody. Do they have, like, the wind, wind things, like, in uh, yeah, Norway? and they all froze. That's Ooh. why they couldn't get a lot of the power. All of them froze. They had to, they had to fly helicopters and drop de-icing chemicals Ooh. on them so they would try to run. But all their wind power was down because of, they were frozen. So didn't think it through, sons. Didn't think it all the way through. Want to be politically correct? Hey, want to save the environment? Want to have wind? People die, sons. You got to have a backup. You got to have You're a fired. fucking backup. You're fired. Turbines, yep. <clears throat> all right, so here's a big... This is breaking news, sons. Goddamn. This is ridiculous. Hurt Uncle Randy's heart. <sighs> Chris D'Elia came out and broke his silence today. I wanted to listen to all of it. You kept turning it off. Chris has been radio silent since, his, uh, since he got canceled like eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Was one of our favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. Watched him. Champion well, stand-up. Yeah, went to a stand-up like... One of our favorites. Two years ago. <laughs> it was very good. Comes out, find out, they get into his DMs. Been sending shit to... Teenagers. To Instagram people. Here's the deal, though. They, they exonerated him. The message he did send to a girl underage, as soon as he found out, he stopped communicating. That's true. They've proven that. Yeah, that as soon as she found out how old yeah. she was, she was like, ooh. He was like, okay. ooh, my bad. Yeah. Now, it doesn't excuse, like, his messages to girls that were of age just showed that he's a douche. Like, he was like, oh, Mr. Dirtbag. I'm Chris D'Elia. We got to make out, though. But being a douche doesn't warrant being canceled, does it? No, I'm, I'm with you. There's plenty of douches. <laughs> I don't know if they necessarily need to be canceled. They just need to fucking get their shit together. Like, quit being a yeah. dirtbag. So, so he was canceled, hardcore. Now, people that don't know, Chris D'Elia's father... Very wealthy man. He's a rich boy. Yeah. Always been a He's rich boy. He's never wanted for He's anything. He's not hurting for money. Yeah. So that's one thing. He's always had the ability to mm-hmm. live the life of being like a struggling comedian till he hit big mm-hmm. and not have to worry about I have to wait tables or this or that. He never had to wait tables. I know. He didn't have to live that crummy life of right. like doing oh, open yeah, mics yeah, yeah. and making 20 bucks and all this shit. Well, he still did that, but it wasn't like he was really struggling. <clears throat> No, because he always had daddy's right. money. He wasn't doing that like to scrape together two dimes for rent. Like it was, he did it because he wanted to be a comedian, no. but he was always fine. No, and he <laughs> earned his chops as far as yeah. he came up, took him years, blah, blah, blah. But here's the problem. Here's why Uncle Randy says you're fired and you're still fired. Okay. Because he handled it like a baby back bitch, son. Okay. The way you handle that, he's a champion. He's not a married man. Mm-hmm. When that shit comes out. You're a champion like Dalia. You're a millionaire. You're one of the biggest comedians in the world. Yeah. And they, they break all this shit. You say, hey, sons, I fuck. I love it. I love to fuck. Sorry, sons. All of it was legal. All of it was consensual. Yeah. Suck my dick. I told the girl that was underage, you're fired. As soon as I found <laughs> out, nothing weird happened. Yeah. The rest of this shit, you can go fuck yourself. I'll be at the improv Friday I night. I know that Done one. Done deal. Would yeah. have never, I'd have thought it was awesome. But he went radio silent like a bitch. And then on his statement today. I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that it's just nah, like. You, it's, you're not cancelable. I don't think so If you don't either. let yourself be. He let himself be canceled. So he gets what he deserved. I just, he's also so in, he's like 
been raised in that Hollywood environment, and like he's. So I I don't know. He can't I, go back to being Chris Ladia. Chris Ladia. Ladia. <laughs> Chris Delia on his uh, podcast, calling no. people babies and shit. I know. He can never go back and being the daddy. Now he's, the, a, now he's a baby back the, bitch. The cult leader and the daddy. Like that's where it was fucking. And here's what know. he did in his statement today. And he was fucking hen- that creepy Henderson guy on you where he was yeah. chaining no, girls I mean, up in the back. definitely ba- a douche. Like, that's where, like, he wasn't actually doing that in real life. He was just being a creep over text message. But, like, I don't but, know if that necessarily warrants being canceled. He didn't touch anybody. No, but it shows you that there is a real uh, truth. Most, not all, but a big just like people, most of them are douchebags. They're just tools. We got this idea of them, this grandeur. Dorks, yeah. He's just trying to get a 20-year-old to come and play with his pee-pee before a show. Yeah. Just pulling shit out, Instagram, that lonely, that he's pulling Instagram and hoping that somebody will take the bait. Didn't he just have a baby with somebody? He did. He's got a fiance, but here's the deal. (laughs) So then he comes off today. He apologizes again. He's all solemn and straight. If you like D'Elia, you know, he never talks in a serious tone. Never. I've never heard him talk serious. So today's statement, he's like, hello, world. Oh, I am, I'm here to just say that oh, I was living a lifestyle that was just not conducive. It was mm. sex. I, I just loved it too much. It was controlling what? me. I, I, I put too much value on sex. It was too important to me. I see that now. I've been taking this time. Everyone wants to know I haven't spoke because I thought it would be in my best interest to work on me. And I've been doing that. I've been in sex therapy. It's just garbage. Mm. Garbage. You're fired forever. (sighs) Pussy, sons. Big fucking pussies. Write it down. Don't be a pussy, sons. Sometimes it's okay to stand your ground and be like, look, I'm a single guy. Dude, I'm not married. I love to fuck. Even if you're married, the worst case, you're an adulterer. You still love to fuck. Say that. You're not going to get canceled. Don't lie about it. Because if you say, oh, I'm really, this is a problem. No, it's I just not. You just okay, love the so fuck. like, why can't, why can't Crystalia come back from this? Louis C.K. <laughs> was jerking off into houseplants in front of people, and he came back and started doing shows and shit. Because like, no one on planet Earth wanted to fuck <laughs> Louis C.K. prior. <laughs> People wanted to fuck D'Elia. They were lining up around yeah, the corner. He's fine. He he can't come back from uh, this. He'll never be the same. It's kind of on him, son. Uh, you fucked up. Got to handle it. He didn't better. actually do anything. That's what I'm just so floored about. Like it was. He's he was a creep. He was being a creep over text message and being yucky and just protect the brand better, son. Don't be a bushly. What are you doing? Right. Surfing Instagram. But like who I does feel that? like he. I feel like he was kind of just like being who he acts like on his podcast and in his stand up. In real life. A doucher. Right. Like, he was kind of just being that all the time. Like, for realsies. And he got canceled for it. And I'm just so confused. <laughs> like, like, who was surprised, for one, that he was being a creep? Because he talks about being a creep all the time. I just, I, it's, it really, really floors me. Now, here's the deal, sons. Write this down. Listen to Uncle Randy for a second. Goddamn, listen here. Pull, pull, pull your ear close. Don't be a pussy, sons. Own whatever on. the fuck you are, sons. If you make a mistake, own that motherfucker and get on with it. The problem is nobody wants to own the shit. They want to make an excuse. Oh, I'm a sex addict. Goddamn, I don't like for people to touch me. I wasn't loved enough. <laughs> Okay, Bullshit, that. sons. You love to fuck. You're a dude. And mm-hmm. if you're a girl that loves to fuck, love it. 
Say that too. I like to fuck too, sons. Cool. Guess what? I'm over in a week. These PR people need to be fired. Ask Coble, the Hall of Famer, lives in Hollywood, sons. He'll tell you. A bunch of douchebags. They he, need better PR he, people. He commented that said, cancel culture. It's what our lives are right now. But then Youngblood said, he, we need a fireball on the table. I'm going to need you. <sighs> Listen, fireball here, make me shit my pants, <laughs> sons. Y'all want to know why last week's uh, episode went in the crap can real quick? About to shit my pants. Almost threw up right here <laughs> on my wife. One shot after Larry came out, and I almost threw up. God. Overstayed my welcome with the fireball. Was that it just happens. One week ago that we fired fireball. <laughs> I fired. I threw it away. You were so happy. I was because I almost threw that bottle of fireball away that night. You should know me well enough to know. Guess what? He's going to run himself into the ground with that. So That's I'll why let it. I didn't. I'll let it. Yes, That's exactly. Why I didn't. He'll feel course correct. It might I take something. I was not. 100% sober when Larry came out either. So I was laying in bed that night like, fuck this motherfucker. I've never, though, like not... Usually when you are turned off to a booze, it's because you like throw up or mm-hmm. you shit your pants or both, piss yourself. <laughs> Me? None of, no, talking oh. about people. Like, <laughs> I'm like, when did like I do when all people that? People are like, oh, I can never drink tequila <laughs> right, again because that time guts. I went yeah. and I threw up all my Waffle well, House. Yeah, and, like Jaeger for me is yes. because I've thrown it up twice and I'm, nope. Like if I smell Jaeger, I'm like, Ugh. I didn't throw up. No, you didn't. I didn't shit my pants. Didn't piss my pants. You didn't, but you had a lot in the tum tum. I don't know what it was, but that I thought I was like, I'm gonna uh-huh. give it a day. Nope, wasn't better in a day. I went and smelled <laughs> it and was like, nope, terrible. And then we took a shot of it that two days later. And it was, and that's the day the show ended quickly. And it was. It was like a 57 minute show because you were like, all right, we gotta go. And I was like, oh, oh and I had called. Oh. From the second we took, if you go back and watch it or listen to it, from the minute we take the shot, I'm no good anymore. I'm like, ooh, sour tummy, <laughs> might poo, don't know if I'm going to puke or poo. You were a little glisteny the whole time. And so I was like, yeah, it's maybe... fired. So moved on to, to stronger and better booze, more manly, Pink Whitney, sons. Pink Whitney is delicious. Um, however, your vodka, you need to be careful with vodka. I'm just saying. Don't get too because it's remember, goose. if you ever see a gray goose bottle in here, you have full authority to hit me over the head with it. You'll never see okay. me get a bottle of gray goose. Yeah, but vodka's vodka. No, right? it was gray goose. Okay. That shit for some reason with cranberry. That you know what is, I'm talking about. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm I, talking about. Yeah. If you see me drink a cranberry and vodka, give me the smoke, sons. I'm all about it. Y'all heard it right here. I'm cranberry and gray no goose good. or cranberry and vodka? Gray goose. Because <laughs> there's something about Grey which I haven't touched Grey Goose in 10 years, because there's something about that vodka just Make, makes Uncle Rent. Not, he turns into monster Larry, son. It's not funny, nice not, Larry. This no, is Larry that'll fight anybody. God not damn. He'll fight anybody, everybody. Any day you uh-huh. want the smoke, you get it, son. Except for me, because there Except was one you. night that I begged you to punch me in the face, and you even blackout Never drunk. Never going to do it, sons. But any dude. Even blackout drunk, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, but you want to be the, you'd be the biggest motherfucker on planet Earth. Yeah. Guess what, Larry? Everything. Take you to the streets, sons. Everybody else gets blasted. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> and that's not fun for anybody. And no, and now I'm too old to back that up, so it'd be humiliating. So, yes, it's better for everybody. You just made me spit my beer all over myself. Mm-hmm. You're not too old for that, baby. You, <clears throat> no. You can still blast. Um, no, I can't do I that. I don't want you to, though. No. No, um, no Grey Goose and Cranberry. Nope. All right, so, uh, yeah, Chris D'Elia fired. Ted Cruz fired. Uh, okay, here's one. Uh, what do y'all think about young people dressing up 
like they're old so they can skip line and get vaccinated. Uh, That's a real thing. I looked up after the question. Like, Don't you have people, to show an ID to like... No, these, these vaccines, they're so like people rushing. They're trying to get like oh. 1,100 per site done to get the millions per day. That literally in Florida, always Florida... What's of course, up, it's Florida. Florida. There's enough. Florida. There's so many old people in Florida, though, too. They're probably like, just get them through here. Yeah, there's video <laughs> of these two girls dressed up as elderly women trying to skip line, which to me, it's guess what? Right now, that's so fucked. You're such a prick. If, if you're, you're cutting line in front of the old people, that's what I'm saying. Like that's if you're taking away vaccines from actual old people that really want to get vaccinated and that really are at more at risk, then fuck you, dude. These are people like you're a dipshit. These old people with diabetes and their legs are falling off, their arms are falling off, and literally a cough is a death sentence, and you're stealing their vaccine. To me, you should go to jail for life. Fuck well, firing squad, kill them. To me, you're gonna end up catching the fucking black plague and dying anyways because the karma is oh, those, stacked against you. What's the deal with Florida, though? And, and I want Skill to chime in here. What is the deal is with Skill Florida? Is Skill in Florida? Yeah. Oh, more podcasting Florida <laughs> Ira, friends. Ira uh-huh. is uh, putting on a Fat Boys comedy special down there that's going to be like Where on in TV. Where Florida? I don't know what part of Florida. What part of Florida are y'all in, Skill? They're champions, though. This is a don't hate the joker, hate the game. Right. By the way, they're, they're going through a little bit of cancel culture themselves, sons. They've been on hiatus. I need a better explanation. We just need to have Skill on soon, and let's talk about it. Yeah. So I need to hear what happens. Well, because we have a couple podcasting friends in Tampa. So if they're in Tampa, we got the Wutskis and we got the... Oh, we can hook you up, Skill. We, we got the Untrained Eye and H.T. Noss. Oh, Riviera Beach. I have no idea where that is. <laughs> <laughs> is that Miami? Going down wrong. <coughs> Why are you coughing into the mic? Stop it. Hit the diaphragm. Shot don't, up immediately. Yeah, but when you cough, don't turn to the microphone. Why not? I need you to turn away from the microphone when you cough. I'm just trying to survive. That was a choking hazard. Okay. But go ahead. Riviera Beach? I don't know where that is. Is that Miami? West Palm I feel like Beach. it's Miami. He said West Palm Beach. That's eastern coast of Florida, I believe. With a question mark at the end? <laughs> we... No Florida geography, clearly. <laughs> I was born in Fort Myers, Florida. Don't know shit. Let me tell you something I think else. West Palm Beach is over there on the West Coast, like, ish. Let me tell you all a fun story. Drunk Across from Tampa, I Probably think. the drunkest Uncle Randy's ever been down in Miami. <laughs> Pissed in the kitchen of our hotel room. Thought it was the bathroom. Sons. That was hysterical. And you cursed at me when I told you you Point pissed in the kitchen. Pissed everywhere, sons. And it was glorious. What's the funniest part is we were in this beautiful hotel room. The Ocean Hotel, I believe it was. Oh, it was awesome. It right was on awesome. South Beach. On South Beach. There was a huge high-rise hotel right next to it. Because we didn't have a reservation. We just went down to South Beach and walked into hotels to get one. It was So four, lucky. It was $400 a night. We had nowhere to live. No, we had, we had no, booked sh- at a shitty sh- place in Miami. The hotel right next door. $400 a night. We walked doo, 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 one door over, 180 And it was a whole apartment. It was like a huge like studio apartment that had a living room, fucking kitchen, huge walk-in shower you're, that we did not- lots of naughty things. Toilet right across from the bed. What does Randall do? Awesome Gets shower. up out of the bed. Instead of going to the toilet right across from the bed, walks around the uh, like apartment thing, yeah. around the counter of the kitchen, 
and pisses next to the sink. I think I pissed in the trash compactor. <laughs> it was in front of because I could hear your piss hitting the. It had that like laminate dominant. The, it had that the dominant. There was laminate like not hardwood floor, but that like hollow sounding laminate floor. Yeah, with and, a healthy prostate flow by the and way. And it was so loud, and I was like, "Where are you peeing?" You're damn right it was, son. You're damn right. It, yeah, because you were. Now, let me tell you this, though. You're, you're, telling, you're missing the best part. We, I had already reserved us a hotel. I just didn't know Miami. I thought all of Miami was on the beach. So we fly in and land, and the cab takes us to our hotel, and it is in the middle of Miami, like the, the University right. of Miami. That's and we right. were like, no, sir. They were like, you're 30 minutes from the beach. And yeah. I was like, what? I'm here to fuck, sons. Trying to get like a power move here, bringing her to Miami, gonna get it and on. And it was sketchy as oh, it was super. There fuck. was crack deals right it there. Was so we got sold crack. Ghetto. We bought crack right when we walked in. A little bit of the nose candy, and uh, yeah, so we were like, okay, so where's the beach? And everybody's like, dude, you're thirty minutes away. <laughs> I was like, take us there, and we just walked and hope we found. We a literally place. got out of the cab with our fucking luggage and just walked up and down South Beach until we found. But it was incredible that we went into the one four hundred dollars a night, and we're like, nope, sorry, bye. And next door was one eighty, which is still a lot of fucking money for. But we were only there for two nights. It was nicer than one hundred eighty a night, though. It was so off Beach. the charts nice for what we paid for it. Because I guarantee you that four hundred dollar night hotel was a hotel room. Like the bed, it, this was an apartment basically, yeah. and that shower was, oh, was all awesome. I've ever dreamed yeah. of to have a shower. It was it was a real like, deal. It was a room in itself, and it was like right in front of the bed. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah, and I, I remember we went somewhere and got uh, we went to some bar and we were shooting pool, and we got Yinglings and they were like seventeen dollars each. And that was we were it like, felt. That was it felt. Yeah, and we were like. Yeah. We were like, this sucks. Let's leave. And I was like, not till we drink every drop of these $17 no, yes. beers. Yes, exactly. No, this I got it. expensive, sons. I got a yingling. You got a cranberry vodka or a vodka. FYI, Uncle Randy ended up face planting in the sand that night, sons. Mm -hmm. Face planted, face down. That but picture, check this out. That I picture really, is in that video you made of like how much you love me. It is. Uh, I relieve Fat Boys winning. Fat Boys winning comedy special. September 18th. Ira Lee is the truth, sons. Dude's a champion. Mm -hmm. Hilarious as hell. Skills hilarious. If you get a chance, check that shit out. Um, I want to find... Isn't it going to be on TV, too? Need to find out. September 18th, Still, yeah. Hall of Famer right here. The GOAT, the original Ryan Coble. <sighs> Boom, he's from Florida. We got all kind of Florida connections. Oh, now, yeah. He, and, of course, that's why he was the one saying, 30 minutes north of Miami, maybe an hour. Hey, Ryan, <laughs> that was Coble. Ryan Coble. <laughs> Ryan Coble Is he home? Up, Are he, you home? He grew up doing all the coke in Miami. He's sons, home. All he the Colombian all... bam bam. Okay, would you stop? Stop. Ben, stop. Houdini loves stop. the coke. Where's stop. the cocaine? Stop. Where is it? Who has it? Stop it. By the way, Houdini's birthday today. No Shout more, out to Houdini. No Happy birthday. Uncle Randy's fine on the pink Whitney, son. Let's drink more. I'm smoking all this shit. Call me chief. I'm just going to go. Is that not my uh, mentality? Though? No, I'm just going to go. No, we got a little bit left you here. Yes, you're home. I think I got one more question. Coble's home. Did well, you walk course. in the door and say, Daddy's home? <laughs> of course he's home because he and I have a noon tea time tomorrow already. Oh, he doesn't yay. even know yet. <laughs> 
What are you doing? What are you doing over there? This last Why do you have twenty five thousand pages of shit printed out over there? Because I prepare, in, son. In three hundred and sixty five font. What is that? Because I am blind. <laughs> but some of it's not. That's the weird thing. Some of it's in eight hundred font. Some of it's in ten. Where he said is? noon. <laughs> going to play golf so much now that Ryan's home. Jesus. You can do so many activities, son. So you know many why? activities. Because he's a Hall of Famer. He's not a lazy <laughs> turd burglar. Okay. he's Of course he's not lazy, but you no. also have this... The, you're the only one that has the work schedule where you're like, hey, it's 11 a.m. Anybody else done with work? Hey, listen. <laughs> champions compete. They find a way. That's all I'm going to say. Shut you up. hear Uncle Randy talk about championships. By the way, Uncle Randy's you cologne have to, will be you dropping. You have to pick up Gunner tomorrow. I have a fucking meeting. Oh, no. I'll, we'll be done. Okay. We'll be, don't you worry, honey tits. Listen, Uncle Randy's cologne is dropping. If we had dropping. cell service on our goddamn street, it would be fine. Hey, but That's one of the downfalls of Silvertown. No connection. Listen, here's the deal. Though. We don't want to be contacted when we're not in our driveways. <laughs> Listen. All this bullshit, let's talk about some real shit. Uncle Randy's scent launches next week, sons. We'll be getting the first bottle of it here next Why week. Why did you post the blurriest fucking picture? It's the only thing it would on let me do. Earth it's terrible. On it's it's the, the one that, it, that they sent me. This is, how you know, this is how you know that I don't run his social media. If you see a grammar garbage. Errors, <laughs> grammar errors. <laughs> or a garbage, real blurry, crooked ass picture posted, that's that's. Oh, my love. Yes, but here, here's the deal. Everybody uh-huh. trying to knock it. Y'all don't even know, sons. This cologne is going to change the world. Want to get laid? We're Uncle Randy. We're I haven't champions. even smelled it yet. How do I come I s- Hey, Uncle Randy's champions. Uh-huh. All right. Can we champions go? by pee. Uncle Randy. Here's the deal, sons. Listen pee. to me close. Come in here. Take a knee. Let's talk about this. Oh, my God. Everybody's like, oh, it's going to be bullshit. No, it's not, sons. Mm-hmm. I stole the ingredients from Versace Eros, which is probably the best men's cologne ever made. Some people say other ones. It's unisex, though, sons. Stallone gets so it. So like CK1. CK1 is little, unisex. Got a little flavor of that. You know why I did that? Because I care about my wife, sons. Mm-hmm. And when I get... Hey, Uncle Randy still buys a CK1 from time to time. Guess who steals it all? Boom, right there. <laughs> Way more than me. I love CK1. And so, what's the other one? C- CK2? What's the you other know. one? You? You. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. But anyway, Uncle the Randy. black one. Champions mm-hmm. by Uncle Randy uh-huh. has a lot of the same similar traits. Don't talk this up so much if it's not really happening. It's really happening. What? You haven't we, said shit to me except for that fucking blurry ass picture on Instagram. And then. That's all you need to know till it arrives. We'll spray a little bit. We'll tussle around in the bedroom, see if it does Maybe anything. Maybe you always for you. smell good. I, I, that's, know. I know. Look, I'm not lying. I got to pee real bad. But you, that's one thing that I absolutely love about you. Even when you come inside for after doing yard work and so you, your body is so drenched with cologne that even when you sweat, it's got to be real bad for that it to even be stinky. Because I have, I've had you before just to test this theory. What? Oh, you've like, stank before, I've but had, I'm saying like for the most part. I've also had you check me before and be like, What's my musk? And you're like odorless. Unless I'm completely humming deep down yeah. dirty, you're like, you don't really have a. But that's, not, but that's good. I know it's, it's like good. A, it means I'm healthy, son. 
If you smell like cat piss, sons, you <laughs> or, got health issues. Or tortilla sh- yeah. chips and ham. If your kidneys are failing, <laughs> you smell like cat, cat okay. piss. Okay, you don't need to talk about kidneys because your piss is like toothpaste. Hey, sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. very toothpasty, but guess what? No odor, sons. No odor. Oh, bullshit. I'm talking about me. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I've, I've, I've pissed in our toilet and, and wondered if it was going to melt before. The heat from yeah. my piss yeah. after a day of 12 Mountain Dews, okay. 10 beers, mm-hmm. and a bottle of Fireball. Your body, yeah. It's, it, yes. It has to be real bad. Like you have, yes. But and yes, Stephanie, I've showered sometimes up to three times a day. Mm-hmm. In the summertime, it will be shower. sometimes three times a day. Oh, in the summer, undercarriage gets stinky. Easily two times time. a day in, in the summer, um, sometimes three. He just always smells good. That's my man. He always smells good, even when he, if he's like, oh, don't hug me. I'm sweaty and stinky. Like, it's not ever a thing. Right. It's got to be like, you're right. I can't. There's been like two times, and we've been together like 12 years. There's been like two times where I've been like, woo. Oh, I know. And that's obvious days where even and, I know. And it's like you've been out in like the, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing. I can't even, like you've been in the brush, like taking down trees and shit, like for well, a day. Do you want to go pee and I'll wrap up because I'm going to tell the trench story with Kilmer. Give a shout out to Kilmer. Sure. Or you can stay if you're good. No, I've got to pee. So I'm going to wrap it up with this, son. Uncle Rand, you want to know what Silvertown is? Silvertown is friendships, all right? It's friendships. It's caring about your neighbor, God damn. It's being selfless. Kilmer is a champion, son. Y'all know Kilmer. You love Kilmer. You know he is, a.k.a. Grass Island, champion grass man. <clears throat> so this weekend, Uncle Randy was talking, hey, guess what? Got to put some French drains in. Backyard not draining properly, God damn. I need to fix it. Kilmer says, I'll be there at 10. Just have your ass ready to work. He's here at 10. Puts Uncle Randy to work, sons. Can't keep up. I'm like, boss, please, can we take a break? He's like, hey, fuck you, bitch. Give me a, give me a smokestack. So I go get him a big Bud Light, sons. That's the only break he took, sons. He's sweating. He's glistening. It's like he, when he starts working, he gets to be six foot five, and he's glistening. Glittery, goddamn. If you need somebody to help you with manual labor, Kilmer's your man. He loves the shit, sons. But he's a champion, and that's what Silvertown is about. Offered up his, gave up his Saturday, sons. That's a champion friend. That's what all these people in this group in Silvertown, that's what we do, sons. Do you know your neighbor? Have you taken the time to get to know him, sons? Because if anything, that's what this pandemic has afforded us. If you hadn't gotten to know your neighbor, shame on you, sons. You're missing out on a possible Silvertown. Because we got all kind of champions here, and that's one of the bright sides of the pandemic. So write that down, sons. Kilmer, champion, works all day, loves Home Depot. Put your ass to work and destroy you, sons. He'll destroy you. Grass Island absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame, 100%. Listen, what he did Saturday, selfless, sons. Didn't ask for anything. Didn't even, he just off, it didn't even, I wasn't like, hey, will you come help me, buddy, and guilt him into helping. He was like, oh, you're doing that? I'll be there at 10 have your boots on, goddamn. Be ready. I'm huffing and puffing. Back hurts, sons. It's tough work digging. Never stopped. Brooke watched. Did he ever stop? Champion. No, I went out while you were still unloading stuff from the car. I was like, I need to go scoop the backyard so they're not stepping in dog shit. And I was just out there chit-chatting with him while he started digging this trench. And it was like 
five minutes and he was like halfway through the yard. Oh, he was 20 feet. I was like, oh shit. 20 feet down with a trench. Let me tell you, here, look, Uncle Randy's not willing. He's not, he's not <laughs> against embarrassing himself, sons. I had done or thought I had done half the yard prior. I dug hey, that drain it, no, is, nowhere near deep enough. That drain is full of water today, though. So then I looked at, uh, no, it's working perfectly. I checked yeah. it today. And uh, I watched Kilmer. I come back from unloading a load out of the car. He's dug a trench 20 <laughs> feet, three times deeper than I had dug it mm-hmm. in five minutes. It took me all day. My back was broken. Um, Val Kilmer is what I like to call country strong. Country mule dick strong. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed he's got a dick as thick as this damn... <laughs> I don't cup. know about that. I'll, you'd have to. Uh, <laughs> he said. He said your trench was a half inch deep. Yes. No. The disappoint. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, sons. You know how else he's a great friend? He didn't humiliate me to my face. <laughs> he just looked at him and was like, "I'm calling. Kind of this is gonna work, buddy." I don't even want to dig this a little bit deeper. What do you think? And so he let me be part of the solution because that's what winners do. He, he let, didn't humiliate me. He let you. See, make the decision yes. and see the problem. Baby, I saw you out there. I knew when I looked out there and you were doing it that it wasn't deep enough because I could see when you filled it back up that there was like a hump. And I was I like, oh, that's going to show. I knew it wasn't deep enough. <laughs> I didn't say a goddamn word. No, I didn't have the gumption to go on. I was exhausted. I was exhausted. For one, Grass Allen shows up, Kilmer, uh, same guy, with a, a, a Maddox. Axe, like a champion, swinging the motherfucker like Paul Bunyan. Like a Paul Bunyan Like axe. it's part of him. You yeah. would never know, sons, because Grass Allen, so quiet to himself. He didn't even look winded, When though, he starts after swinging that. that thing, he becomes the greatest athlete to ever <laughs> walk this earth, sons. He swung it two inches from my nose and never got any closer. <laughs> Splitting rocks, got them boulder, sons, just chipping them away, <laughs> just breaking them, blasting them into a million pieces. Hey. No problem. I... I'm forever grateful to him because there is no fucking way any of that would have gotten completed without his help. Like it, because I can't go out there and help you with that. That's just going to end in disaster. That something like that, like you're just going to end up yelling at me. No, here's what's go- <laughs> here's where you're right. <clears throat> I would not have quit. I, it would have taken me two weeks. I mm-hmm. would have done it wrong the first time, and it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> then I would have redone it correctly and been, and been so angry. And been so angry that I was. Not worth being around for a week. You're uh-huh. absolutely, without a doubt, it would have ruined right. our lives for two weeks. So, I, I mean, Kilmer, you saved our marriage. But let me tell you, <laughs> here's what's weird. You, you got to know there's there's these country strong guys that exist, quiet to themselves. All he needs to do is smoke cigarettes when he turns into Paul but Bunyan. He to be, yeah. I know, but if he did, he'd be the perfect Paul Marlboro man, Paul Bunyan. Uh, according to his wife, he loves that shit. She's but like, so he loves it. Here's the thing. We get to go to Home Depot together for the first time. It's a great experience, but Kilmer's probably, what, two or three inches shorter than me? I don't know. I tower over the man. He's a champion, but Uncle Randy, hell, besides Stallone and Chet. Chet's taller than Uncle Randy. (laughs) Chet also owns all the tactical gear in America. Uh Got the smoke. Been spending too much money on tactical gear. (laughs) So we go into Home Depot. We walk up. The guy's like, hey, guys, do y'all want masks? Paul Bunyan says, go fuck yourself, sons. <laughs> we don't fuck with the Rona. And puts his finger over the guy's uh, mouth to hush him. Mm-hmm. And in his mouth. And then we walk into Home Depot. 
Kilmer's and all of a sudden six foot five. He's towering over me. I don't know how it happened. He's a shapeshifter, son. He's a manimal. He when said he gets, he's five nine. When he gets into his element, he's six foot five. <laughs> and he glows. And he goes, where to go? Don't even ask why. I just followed him. Just went with like, it. It's like you in Publix. Yeah, but it was like Prince <laughs> when Charlie Murphy's just like he was floating mm-hmm. in Home Depot. Kilmer just becomes like a spiritual Becomes place. one with the aisle. I think it's wherever tools are sold. Anywhere that <laughs> tools are sold, Kilmer becomes... Tools and wood. Oh, dude, it's his shit, man. Machinery. He changes. He yeah. changes. And I got to witness it, sons. If you haven't gotten to go with Kilmer to mm-hmm. a box store or a hardware store, you should. In awe. You absolutely should. It's a sight to see. And let me tell you, this. my point to this is that the friendships here in Silvertown are that championship level. Because mm-hmm. I would return that. Now, I may not be as expertise as Kilmer to help you with your French drains. Now I am, son. That's how I know how it works now. Mm-hmm. But I would still offer up my time. But now... I have to, because Kilmer has set a precedent. That dude gave up his whole Saturday, no problem. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's so beyond champion. No, to I just, know. Uh, he benefited nothing no, from that except the glory of seeing it work. When we saw it work, <laughs> he had the biggest just, boner I've ever seen. Just on being a good friend, coming over and giving all his fucking hard work oh. just to help a friend. The Hall of Famer Coble nailed it. He glows like the last dragon. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he does uh, in Home Depot, Coble. Yeah. That's why you're a Hall of Famer. He knows how to put it. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Everybody knows Kilmer's a champion. We love you here. Everybody loves you. Silvertown yes. for life, sons. Hey. Pulling out your tits, not going to get you in the Hall of Fame, son. Still not going to do it. Hell, do it if you want to, yeah. goddamn. But that's not going to get you in the Hall. So does, so does Kilmer get in the Hall of Fame for doing the French drink? <laughs> I, I am a complete yes on Kilmer selfless well, act. He's now, just a Hall of Fame human. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good friend. Listen, Stallone has put that out. Like, I got to give credit. Stallone did a Facebook post. While I said, Have you met Kilmer, your neighbor? <laughs> Greatest guy in the world. He is. So yes. His wife's a champion. His boys are champions. Yes. By the shout out, Hudson Guy. Check out his uh, his uh, YouTube channel, Kilmer's Son. Is yeah. Hudson Guy. Yeah. One of the smartest kids you'll ever meet. His channel's hilarious. He's awesome. Mm. A budding YouTube star. Get in early, sons, if you want to know. Hell, Uncle Randy's just trying to help you. Subscribe and check him out. Yeah. So my vote, Chess, I've seen a couple of votes in here. It, you're the decide. I think... Kilmer, Hall of Famer. I'm the decider. I'm never the decider. <laughs> well, me and you are equal parts. My I vote said yes. it. I said he's a Hall of Fame Boom. human. And guess what, folks? This is, hey, added bonus. <laughs> we just initiated our fourth member into the Hall of Fame, sons. Just for being a badass human. Just and for helping, being a championship yes. coxman Big and a good buddy. <laughs> it's about Kilmer for you, sons. Newest Hall of Famer, goddamn hell, we got four. I was wondering when we get our next one. We'll look. We'll put him right there in the middle, sons. That's up to you. All right, there you go. We'll have his picture for the next episode. I can't wait to design his little picture frame. Oh my! He beat me in the crab eating contest. Now he's in the Hall of Fame. He's killing Cheers us. Cheers to you. 
I know. And we were talking about this this weekend. We can't, we can't put ourselves in the Hall of Fame. Now, I did have a couple of I nominations. Wanna... Larry had a couple of nominations. Okay. Why, though? There's, you didn't do anything. Because Larry's a champion. You didn't do anything. Except did you giggle. hear Fire Marshal Bill's story about me saying, you want to find Houdini? Go that way. <laughs> if you don't, go that way. Okay. That was funny. But that's not Hall of Fame. Hey. Okay, fair. It's funny. People I'm not have, in. I'm not you in. You know what was also funny? Houdini fucking bouncing and not saying a it goddamn sure, it word. It sure was funny. You know, you can't... It, whatever. Hey, I, that's why I respect your opinion. Have I put anyone in without fully getting your endorsement? No. No, I, like, I never I get would. it. There's funny shit that happens, but it doesn't always mean hey, it's fucking You're a hard fan. ass. And listen, you're heartless. I get it. You care about no... You are by the book. That's why I respect <laughs> your opinion. Boom. All right. Kilmer's in the Hall of Fame. Write it down, sons. That's a done deal. We will see you guys (laughs) next week. Come to Silvertown. Move here. Hey, we'll look at your tits, but you're not getting in the Hall of Fame. All right, everybody, hey, go tug off a neighbor. Go learn your neighbor, sons. They might be a Kilmer. They might be a douchebag. Go give your neighbor a French drain. Is that a sex move? Give him a French drain. (laughs) Is there a French drain? There is one called the French dip, French onion dip. Ew, okay. Yeah, go give them a French onion dip, son. Uh, Google that and check it out. Go give it to your neighbor. All right, go fuck yourselves. We'll talk to you later. Suck me. <laughs> <laughs>